When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor, Fightful.com. FightfulWrestling.com is October 23rd. We are here to talk SmackDown Live. We are going to make our evolution predictions. This show brought to you by FightfulSelect.com. That is our premium service with retro podcasts, Q&A shows, a weekly podcast on Fridays we call The Weekender, where we review Lucha Underground Impact, Ring of Honor, Being the Elite, NWA content, give you all some exclusives, and update the wrestling injury report. We also have weekly live post-show podcasts for the block on uh, WWE Network, uh, NXT, 205 Live, May Young Classic, NXT UK. We have a ton of stuff over there. That is just on the basic tier. One tier up, you get all kinds of early access to content. Also, the Russo Reveals segment, where you get a clip of me and Vince Russo talking about a, a Certain subject every couple of weeks. We have the next making a finisher up there right now for tier two members. Just head over, check out Fightful Select right now. It allows us to bring you this show ad read free. It's time to talk about SmackDown Live, and I am joined by one Alex Palowski. Alex, uh, Raw was a slapper last night, and this show was a slapper in the face. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. This 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 show was not a slapper. In fact, not a slapper. Nope. A lot of people missing from this show, Alex. Yeah, I mean, they're in spirit. Uh, if if you mean you know via pre recorded stuff, I mean Nakamura. Uh, so. I mean Samoa Joe. I mean Andrade. Oh, Almas. Well, I mean, thing, like Sienna. Uh, Sienna Almas has been pushed way to the back ground shinsuke nakamura can't get a title shot a title defense on a pay-per-view since i think i think SummerSlam, uh and samoa joe i think i'm pretty sure in storyline is still dealing with that knee injury and i think that's a cool thing to keep him out of out of the way of everybody for 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 a while but yeah uh as far as you know hey you know we've got a pay-per-view this weekend it's an all-women's pay-per-view so we'll do a pre-recorded thing with the champ uh, and her challenger, and we'll do a big schmoz. This is what a battle royal is kind of like promo uh, segment. Gotta and, remind them. Yeah, gotta remind them because people will have forgotten, uh, or they've never seen one before. Uh, and you know, to to show how how much we're into uh, our all women's pay per view, first ever all women's pay per view. We're gonna main event the show with Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy again for some reason. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. We are going to talk about that, probably rip it apart. We're going to make our evolution picks and predictions. Guys, we have the Fightful MMA podcast today. If you all haven't checked that out, please do. We are uh, starting a new MMA channel. The content isn't all over there yet, but I am going live there more often than ever before. Uh, That uh, link is in the description below. Subscribe. We will have a custom link very soon for that. But uh, go show our other MMA channels some love. Want to hit that 1,000 subscriber mark before UFC 230, ideally. So help your boys at Fightful.com out. We're doing that so I can bring you more wrestling content on this channel. I went live several times today. That will be the trend moving forward. That way we can kind of give you all the news uh, on the site and on YouTube as well. And those two will be integrated into one another. SmackDown Live. I accidentally posted my match ratings tonight and said, to hell with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> New Day comes out uh, seemingly pretty thrilled that they lost their championships last week, Alex. This is a thing that is weird about baby faces, uh, particularly the New Day, but a lot of baby faces in WWE. After they've lost the championship, uh, they're remarkably chipper about it because I think there's, what they're trying to communicate is this just gives us another chance to get them back. Yeah. That's a foregone conclusion. Those belts are... 
you're just keeping those belts warm until we get them back. Ha <laughs> And I would love to see uh, a baby face actually affected by it. One of my favorite ever reactions by a champion to having lost the championship is when Neville lost to Akira Tozawa for a week. And he showed up the next night on Raw, and he looked like he hadn't slept and had only been drinking like straight tequila. Like, that's what I want my champion to react like when he loses his championship. It should be very important to him. New Day's like, well, whatever. We got pancakes. <laughs> so the funny thing is, you had, there were rumors that kind of flew around last year that in addition to the or addition to the New Day breaking Demolition's record, they wanted the team to set the all-time reigns record. Yes. But the thing is, they're five-time champions, and so are the Bar and the Usos. Right. Yes, I would I would wonder what the combined uh days of rain are for the bar as compared as compared to the new day. But yes, I take your point. Yeah, I believe uh the Dudley boys had the most with eight. Yeah. So I would really love a triple threat feud where all three of these teams yeah. are trying to break the record. And then That'd each time they win the titles, they break the record. I, I honestly thought this was a couple of years ago uh, when uh, Cena became the, the 15 time uh, and I think Triple H has 14 and I thought they both have 15 yeah. and face each other to see who who break who ties Flair's record. I was sure they were going to set that up and I'm kind of amazed they haven't done that. So good for you for the restraint, WWE. Well, I think they realized they had to scale it back a little bit, Alex. You got Triple yeah. H and John Cena there for that one. Charlotte got off to a pretty hot start with hers, and people <laughs> assumed that she would. Oh, she's going to break her old man's record 100%. She, but see, the thing is, the women's record is like far less than that. Oh, I know. But they I still want, they want her to break her dad's record. That's of what course. Of course. And, you know, who knows how many goddamn times Moolah won that belt because she owned the belt. So it's like technically four times, and it's hard to to really quantify how many that she had. Sort of like Ric Flair, yeah. But then you have the Miz, who is very close to the Intercontinental Title range yeah. record, like or at least yeah, the the range record and the combined days as champion. Combined that's, that's, days as champion, yeah, that's his. Big and uh, I haven't even begun to look into the the United States champion stuff. Yeah, there's probably some. Maybe the Miz is up there too. Who knows? So you got all these these title reign records, essentially. Yeah, there's five is the record. John Cena holds that record as well. <laughs> but they, I don't think they're going to tout John Cena breaking the uh, United States title record. Probably not. Either way, the New Day came out and made some real bad jokes. Well, it's it's great when you, when you make a joke bad enough that your own teammate is like, yeah, that's really bad. Let's move on. Yes. They make a joke about how often Big Show turns. Uh huh. Kofi Kingston says he wants a match tonight. This was the longest non-Undertaker entrance of my life. <laughs> These three guys just strolled to the ring. Yeah. They had some time killing to do tonight. Let yeah, me tell they, you. They must have. I don't know what the deal was tonight. I mean, I know a lot of people weren't on this show. A lot of people, but man, they strolled out there, and then it's Sheamus in the ring. Oh no, 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 no! It's the <laughs> sorrow in the ring. Oh no! Yep, yep. It's the Big Show. Yep, and Big Show completely squashes Kofi. This is a way to get Big Show over once again after sure. he'd kind of been beaten upon his return, and it served its purpose because he beats the brakes off of Kofi, choke slams him about four times before Big Big E and Xavier are like. Hey, let's stop this homicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Yes. Uh, this was all kind of a pointless thing. Like, I'm. I honestly feel like there's a good six man tag in there somewhere. I really do. Um, there is. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know when they're gonna get get around to that. This is this is stalling for the sake of for the sake of stalling. Um, you know what? You know what they're probably gonna do. They'll probably do it at TLC. There'll be a six-man tag. The belts won't be on the line. Uh, they'll, they'll, you know, show will choke, slam everybody through tables and stuff like that. It'll be fine. 
Yeah, and this was okay. It was whatever. The the Donnie Brook breaks out. Big Show slams or choke slams Xavier Woods for the exclamation point. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he, he choke slams Big E, which is a big. I think I think should be a flat point. They made a big deal about how how Big E is the muscle of the new day, and and Show had no problem picking him up and choke slamming him. Which is you which, think uh, Big Show takes a body slam from Big E? He should. He should. No, uh, there's something. I mean, I don't. I don't know if Big E can can get him up for the big ending, but I'd love to see him try. Yeah, and I'm sure that Big Show'd be willing to try. Sure. Usos defeated Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. These four are a really good fit. There's a spot at the beginning of this match where the Usos are sent outside the ring, and AJ and Bryan did these in stereo planches. Yep, I love that. That was a really nice touch. I think it's kind of ironic that Daniel Bryan is the guy wearing the vivid colors these days, and yeah. AJ Styles is kind of the monotone dark one. Because ten years ago, just hell, just a few years ago, right. they were in completely different shoes. You'd see AJ out with the bright, vivid colors, and right. Daniel Bryan with the the kind of dark and dreary ones. Bryan is sufficiently worked over, tags out to Styles. AJ gets an Ushi Garoshi and applies a calf crusher, but Jimmy breaks it up. We have more miscommunication. And instead of kicking Jay, Styles ends up Pele kicking Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. The finish comes when the Usos pay tribute to Roman Reigns by doing the old fist cock deal while they do the Uso splash. Yep. Uh, they being Jay, at least. Usos win again. This is, hey, if you're the Usos, you're saying, where's my tag title shot at this point? Yeah, I mean they've beaten they've beaten the two guys that they're they're feuding over the uh you know the the, the big title so yeah the, I think they at least deserve uh to be in that uh, tag title picture um, I think they need a third guy uh to you know just you know even the even the odds not sure who that would be uh, yeah. but yeah I mean that that'd be the lazy thing and it's it's a shame we yeah. don't know when or if yeah. Roman Reigns will be back but man. Yeah. I'll no. feel like we had something taken from us. Yeah. We, for, even beyond a S.H.I.E.L.D. triple threat, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing trios led by each member of the S.H.I.E.L.D. And, like, man, you got <laughs> you got the Usos and Roman Reigns. That is a force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think the Revival pair, pair very well with Dean. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you go back to, to, to old – Old Seth, where Seth needed a bodyguard, he couldn't do much better than AOP. That, that's a hell of a triple threat, three corners match right there. But I mean, it's a war um, games match. yeah, it is a war games match. I, I'm, I'm, I miss the Usos being a big part of the show. Like they were so great through all of 2017 and part of 2018. Um, I mean, they really ran uh, SmackDown in my mind. Like they were so always there, always defending, always putting on great matches. And they were they were straight heel, but they were so good in the ring, and they let them still be good and do all their fun stuff. People were cheering for them, so they just, they just rolled with it, and they became really really cool, fun tweeners. Like they didn't care what anybody else thought about them, but you know, and they it was a really kind of a cool dynamic that they had. Um, and I, I miss them being being on team, being actually having a storyline. This is fine wrestling, you know, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. That's cool. They get a wrestling AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. But I'd like them to be, them to be actually part of a, of a title picture. I would too. Backstage, Daniel Bryan makes Pinocchio jokes about AJ Styles, who said that it was an accident that he kicked Daniel Bryan. Lame. Oh, this was so lame, man. Lame. Lame. Um, I mean, would, yeah. I get it. Pinocchio is like household name type of thing, but oh, I, I, fuck. I guess what was the whole thing about the too sweet deal? Like, what was I don't that? know. It's like, ha, remember when you remember when you did too sweet and those two guys who were your best friends back when you started here, they don't exist on this show anymore, even though they're touring. Like, he I don't know. He, he seemed heelish and. I don't know. I mean, he seemed more dickish this go around. This but... is the thing. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I, how do you, how do you, how, how does WWE make a title match between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan feel like a chore to to slog through the build for? 
Like, I'm still excited. The match is going to be good. It's, it's, there's, dude, there's so much laziness yeah, it really between is. all this stuff. Yeah. It is not hard to create a compelling issue between so many of these people. And instead of just doing it, they they take the long way home. Yeah, this is the thing that 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 I um, I mean, really, this is what I, what I would have preferred is the thing that I pitched a while back, where Miz was using Shelton Benjamin as kind of his his proxy to beat these guys, or or at least come close to it in singles matches. And if you're gonna have these like forcing AJ and Daniel Bryan to team up. As much as I like watching them face the U shows, if it's them versus Miz and Shelton Benjamin, then those guys that they're opposing can actively try to get uh, Daniel and AJ at each other's throats, as opposed to them kind of whoopsie daisying their way into it. I'd rather have their opponents actually be agents in that, you know, sowing the chaos because it helps Miz out. And it allows Shelton to work through all of his anger and not being used properly since he's been back. There's a lot of things you can do there as opposed to like, hey, you're like Pinocchio, right? Because of your long nose and the fact that you tell lies so much. Eh. Dumb shit. I did like this uh, Performance Center segment. Charlotte shown talking to wrestlers at the Performance Center, basically everybody in NXT. I mean, everybody that's there. Shayna Baszler isn't exempt from this, and we'll get back to her later. Yeah. Becky Lynch shows up, trash talks Charlotte, attacks her, and then several members of the PC break it up. But you know who didn't, Alex? I do know who didn't. The three members of the horsewomen who mm-hmm. sat there and laughed about it. Yeah. And I love this. I don't know whose call that was. I'm going to try to find out. Whoever's call it was, thumbs up. Because yeah. why would they? Yeah, why that's- would they? They don't like either one of these women. That's that's being true to the character and the character arcs that you're telling with these people, uh, which is which is rare in WWE. And I think had it happened on the main roster, they would have tried to break it up because every time we see a pull apart brawl on the main roster, everybody. it's just like everybody comes down there and you have the heels pulling the heel away from the baby face and the baby face is pulling the baby face away from the heel. And Hey, hold on, man. Just, it's not worth it. Back off. Hey, you know, save it for Sunday. Like it's, it's that kind of crap and it doesn't work. Well, I loved this. I loved what they did here. Baszler Duke and Marina Shafir should have not, right. They should have done exactly what they right. did. Right. You go back and watch that. Shayna Baszler is laughing and Jessamine is just like leaning on her. Like check yeah. out this shit. Yeah, no, that's that that was great. What I didn't appreciate is that they are leaning real hard into this Becky's the heel thing now. I don't think so. I, I don't I, I, think they there is no way that they really believe that that promo that Charlotte cut is designed to get that anything but the exact reaction they're getting now. There's no way, man. I, I, she gets on there with her friggin' spray tan. And says, Becky, you were my friend. Yeah. And 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 Becky, I know yep. there's no line you won't cross. No. And that... y'all stand over a friend who lost her way. Right. Hey, Becky um, doesn't give a shit. And they know it. No, no, no. They know by now the right. reaction this is getting. Well, yeah, that's the thing, is that that's the problem, is they should know by now. And the and I I agree with you that. The reaction I have to her little, you know, promo into the camera was, oh, come on, Charlotte, really? But yeah. I know I know when they have Charlotte go to the performance center and she'd be like, man, I'm getting emotional just talking about this. But I really feel like the evolution that is going on right now is, was started by all of us here at the performance center. And you guys are the future. Like what she's saying, that is the philosophy, at least it should be, of the evolution pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And when you have then her opponent come in and say, don't listen to her, what what she's she's negating the philosophy of your pay-per-view. And like that's that's a heel move. Like that's just straight up. Like she's saying, This doesn't matter, and this matters. I'm the only one that matters. Yeah. Now it's that's that is a traditionally heel thing. Um I I, I appreciate that she's not healing the crowd. 
ever since that first promo. I appreciate that very much. But everything else they've had or do has been traditional heel stuff. It just hasn't worked. People have loved it. She's gotten a Stone Cold vibe. Well, slowly but, but surely, they, uh, despite all the creative issues, they are slowly but surely starting to understand the different kinds of heat that happen in yes. today's wrestling. Triple H understands it best. They, there is a guy in NXT, Tommaso Ciampa, who the crowd loves to watch work. Yep. But he is so good at what he does. Oh, the yeah. crowd goes along for the ride. 100%. To the point to where people online... I mean, I've seen forums where people are, they don't refer to him as Chompa. They refer to him as that bald bastard. <laughs> I mean, they're along for the ride. That's yeah. going to be the case with Dean Ambrose, too, I think. The reaction we got last yeah. night. Yeah, we'll see. The, the audience had been on a roller coaster, and despite yeah. what had happened, they kind of appreciated the fact that they were on that roller coaster and they went for a ride. With Becky Lynch, Yeah, it was the, I feel like, more responsible way to let WWE know, hey, this is what we want, not what you want us to want. And I think that WWE recognized that and said, you know what, we'll do that, but let's keep cooking with what we what got us there. And that's Charlotte portraying the, the moral high ground. Meanwhile, Becky just keeps doing what she's doing. I, I need to go back and find this. Some somebody somebody tweeted out a, a really cool video of when uh, Charlotte turned on Becky, like in 2016. And when Becky turned on Charlotte back at SummerSlam. And it's basically the same segment. Except Charlotte hits Becky in the back. And Becky slaps Charlotte right in the face. And I think that's, that, is a, that is a straight line to draw between them. Oh, yeah. Is that Charlotte will stab you in the back. Becky will slap you in the face. I think that, that is something that, the, that a fan can, can delineate. And, and gravitate to. And, and maybe something that Charlotte and Becky cooked up on their own, because I'll tell you this, ain't no yeah. way Vince did. No, it's <laughs> true. That's no way so Vince. true. <sighs> Rusev defeated Aiden English in a squash. Aiden says instead of a short Rusev day, Lana could have a long English night. I really wish he would have. these were on Mondays. I'll just say that for the Blue Chew plugs. Rusev goes after English, but Aiden gets a swinging neck breaker and gloats to Lana. Lana throws a shoe at Aiden. He gets Machka kicked and put in the accolade. I'm completely okay with this, all things considered. Yeah. Because Rusev is livid and beat the living shit out of a guy. I'm fine with it. Sure. I, I totally believe that. Uh, I, that makes sense to me. Um, I can't imagine this is the blow off. I feel like this this continues into something, but I don't know what. I don't know where Aiden goes from here as far as what his tactics are in the next match. Because <laughs> you're, you're fighting a, a, a very large, very pissed off Bulgarian brute, and he can do this to you whenever he feels like it. Maybe he's going to show up and say, hey, Ray, where's my stepbrother? Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> I doubt it. They they never referenced that. No, they would never. No. Miz has custom sunglasses. Those are going to sell well. Yes, they are. Eventually. Puts over all the happenings at SmackDown 1000. Rey Mysterio is his guest as he's happy to be back. And Miz says he really just wants to prove that little men can do it. There's a lot of talking, but really nothing is said. Uh-huh. Besides Miz saying he'll win the, the World Cup. That that's it. There was there were no real points made in this. Between last night's ridiculous Kurt Angle Wikipedia entry promo and um and Miz TV tonight, plus how much the 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 commentators were putting over the World Cup tournament and 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 Shane's weird promo about best in the world. It feels like they're really trying to sell this pay-per-view with this tournament that doesn't make any sense. Like it's a it's a it's a arbitrary thing they threw together, you know, it, there was where were the play-in rounds? Like eight people really just randomly selected? Those are your okay, whatever. <laughs> it's just such a weird weird idea. The World Cup tournament that has no stakes in it except for best in the world title is uh is this Major selling point. Eh. Yeah, 
I completely agree. Uh, skip Miz TV if you have the option, guys. Mysterio says he didn't come back to be on some dusty talk show. And I was hoping after that he was going to say, I came to be on Truth TV. He did say that. He said, he said, uh, he said I'm really upset that I'm here. I, I expected I was going to be booked on Truth TV. And yeah. then you know, Miz did his this little This is where he should have said it. He should have said it, said it here as opposed to there. I agree with you. Miz, Cheap Shots, Mysterio. We get this match after the break, and it's pretty good. I mean, they, it's a lot of playing the hits, but it is, it's a good match. I mean, I gave it a 6 out of 10 on my match ratings. Mysterio does his baseball slide splash, quickly gets cut off and worked over by Miz. Uh, Miz does a wheelbarrow snake eyes. I really like that spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, falls victim to a double springboard head scissors, which throws him into the ropes to set up for the 619. But Miz instead... Flattens Mysterio with a really sick DDT. A nice-looking one. Miz goes for a super skull-crushing finale, but gets body-scissored to the mat. He catches Mysterio in midair with the reality check, but Mysterio wins with a 619 and dropping the dime. What do you think of the match in general in the ring? Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, it was interesting to see Miz with a much smaller opponent, simply because so many of those guys are on 205 Live. Uh, I don't you know the last time he faced a guy like Finn Balor or something. So he's, he's actually able to play on the fact that he's a bigger guy and can do stuff like the wheelbarrow snake eyes that he couldn't do against, I don't know, Rusev or John Cena or somebody, you know, like it's, it's a cool thing that he's actually got these contextual moves that we don't get to see very often um, because of who he's normally facing. Uh, I thought, I thought Ray looks really good, man. He looks good. He looks like he's, he's, you know, in shape and and doing some of his stuff. I mean, he's not doing what he could do ten or fifteen years ago, but he still he still looks good. I mean, I like the match. I thought it was I it was fine. I have a question though. Like, I know it's the SmackDown guys versus each other and the Raw guys versus each other in the early rounds of the tournament. Did we see tonight the matchups that we're going to see at Crown Jewel? Yeah, they, I had that. They, I had that in my notes for later. This doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense when you I, don't I, have Joe and Nakamura and all these other right. guys on the show. Right. I I don't I don't know. They haven't released a bracket, so no. it's it's possible that Ray faces Randy Orton and Hardy faces Miz. But I'm pretty sure they they want Ray versus Randy in the finals of the of the SmackDown side. Like I feel like that's what it's obviously set up for. So I feel like we saw tonight the exact matches we're going to see at at least on the blue side at Crown Jewel, which again doesn't make a lick of sense. It's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, man. Somebody says SRS's broadcast room sponsored by Blue Devils basketball. Piss off, mate. Kentucky Wildcats basketball. Also, thanks to OM Gee who put down a $9.99 bet that Melissa is going to kick my ass on Fightful 100. Yeah, wishful thinking. The press conference is happening soon. Don't worry. Listen, your boy, 100. Uh, November, what is it, 28th. So, I mean, you know, Jimmy's been in and out of the office recently, and some people said, well, how do we know it's going to match up? It's going to match up. That's listen, your boy, 100. No matter what. Non-negotiable at this point. Tune in Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern. That one's going to be big. Explosions, band moves in WWE, fights. Mm-hmm. I might not even have a guest. I don't know. I tried to set one up, but they ghosted me. Uh, or they're actively actively trying to not take part. I'll tell you off the air who it is, Alex. Okay, please do. So we, we were set for a tag team match. Absolution against Naomi and Asuka. Mm-hmm. The Iconics come out, who we don't see nearly enough of. No, we don't. Uh, listen, something as simple as, um, I'm really excited. Why? We're in Newark. Is is just so good. It's just so yeah. simple and, and pure heel. I love them. They're I can't so wait good. till they go to San Antonio. I can't wait. <laughs> they promote the Battle Royal, and I love that they, they do their... <laughs> Their little gimmick where they stick their chests out, essentially. And when Lana interrupts them, they do that as like a threatening gesture (laughs) towards her as well. Uh, Lana gets cut off almost immediately. Her theme is great, by the way. 
Yes. Carmella interrupts for a dance break. And I really liked that the Iconics were like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's just I, do a dance break. I also like to dance. <laughs> yes. Funny you mentioned that. But Zelina comes and ruins it. Yeah. Brawl breaks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill out it is embarrassing how lazy and shitty the creative is outside of the title picture because you have so many really great characters yeah you really do oscar can kick some ass naomi has her entire glow gimmick yeah sure uh sonya deville and mandy rose don't necessarily have outstanding characters per se but i enjoy their work iconics on the other hand very colorful as is lana as is Zelina, as is carmella yes you get the brawl here. Sonya does a spear. Lana with a Bella Buster. Mandy Rose hits a couple of knees. That is a hell of a move that she does. I love that bicycle knee. Zelina yeah. does double knees in the corner, but gets wheel kicked by Asuka real hard. Mm-hmm. She got she got slumped. Mm. Slumped. Man. So this division's taking more L's than the Lakers, man. <laughs> which is a lot um i uh this it's just it's maddening to me like um all of these women i mean like there's a thing like i mean if you want to tell me that that's the sonia and mandy rose and the iconics and lana and zelina they all belong in the in the battle royal fine but carmelo was champion for a long ass time yeah this year Asuka hasn't been booked right on the main roster, but she was a damn killer for her entire career in NXT and was brought up as such, starting her career on on the main roster as such. Naomi's a former champion. These are people who deserve way better than just also runs in 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 a battle royal. I mean, maybe one of them wins it, which is nice for them, but like Naomi won the battle royal at WrestleMania and ain't got shit because of it. Like, she actually tweeted something out about it. She was like, hey, by the way, you guys never even shipped me the trophy I was supposed to get. Like, <laughs> you think Braun has that title belt from the Greatest Royal Rumble? I, Probably not. I hope he, he walks around at home with it just, like, over his shoulder. Well, Belt Fan Dan uh, of Leather by Dan, when uh, Jimmy Van wasn't here for Listen Your Boy a couple weeks ago, said The Rock, like, took home the last spinner belt. <laughs> and WWE had to call him and be like, give it back. <laughs> and I'm thinking, who's the guy that makes that call oh, man. to that yeah. guy? But apparently, it ended up in the hands of a collector who gifted it to him, which is kind of cool. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah, interesting stuff. You know, me and The Rock talk title belts. Oh, yeah, all the, all the time. time. All, all the time. Shane McMahon comes out for some reason. I don't know why. He hasn't I been don't... there. Last week was the first time he's been there for six months, and he puts over Evolution and Crown Jewel. Says that the tournament will determine the best in the world. Crowd chance for CM Punk, and he says, he's not in it. Here's the main event. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah. It doesn't, none of, this doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I guess you're not going to have Char- Charlotte and, and Becky on this go-home show. You have that PC thing that they did, um, the Promo Center promo deal. But, if this is your go home show for a pay per view, and you're you're spending time having Randy Orton exploring his ear fetish again. Like I don't understand why any of this is still going on. And I love I love how stupid the 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 commentators must think we are. Like this is the first singles match between these two since their match last month. Like you you can't do the first singles match between these two since thing if there hasn't ever it's like that's that's that it's got to be like you know six months maybe a year or more but the idea that like oh this is something we've been waiting for no we haven't we were done with this whole thing back when you know jeff dropped off the ceiling 
and did a belly flop through a table. We were done with it then. They've literally worked together like 15 times this year. It's it's, it's enough. It's unbelievable. It's enough already. And it was okay. Whatever. Uh, this is Orton beating up Hardy methodically for several minutes into the stairs, the Garvin stomp, the old earlobe tug. We even got a sing bomb. Mm-hmm. Jeff, why are you taking those at this point? He's still bumping his ass off. Uh, Jeff Hardy makes his comeback, and Randy Orton takes a whisper in the wind about the same way that Tim Storm, 53 years old, took a body press the other night from Nor Furnham. Hardy whiffs on a swanton off the apron. It was nasty, man. Man, Jeffrey, bat, bad. Come on, that man. Is, that's, a, that's a bad Jeffrey. No, Sci- don't do that. You sciatica, too? What are you doing, playboy? Why are you doing that? Like, my my daughter likes to jump off things. I mean... Fair enough, they're they're a foot off the ground, but she's she's less than two, so she could hurt herself. And when she tries to do it, I say no, no, that's a bad girl. We don't do that because she doesn't actually. She's a dog, basically. At this point, another thing you got to talk to Jeffrey in the same way. Jeffrey, we don't do things like that. You can get hurt. I used to like in my teenage years, I would do some crazy stuff onto the track mats after track practice at school, yeah. and they'd have some. And I was, you know, I was 16, 17 then. Yeah. The thing is, Jeff was also 16 and 17 when he was doing stuff like that. Now yeah. he's 40 something. Yeah. I, at 33, look at that and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that, man. No, nah, not anymore. But yeah. Jeff goes, hell, might as well do it. Why not? <laughs> if Lloyd's I- of London was around today. Yeah. I just, oh, love, man. I just love the idea of Jeff going, well, I didn't paint three faces on my face for nothing. <laughs> Better go out there and put them to use, I guess. Yeah. You know, Warren Hayes brought up a good thing, or a good point, as we filmed a couple of retro reviews for FightfulSelect.com. Again, guys, go check it out. There might be something there that you like. He said, I don't think it's a coincidence that the rings got softer when Vince McMahon had to start bumping. <laughs> <laughs> True. I was like, you know what? Yep. And fortunately, that's around the time that Jeff got put yeah. in full time. Because who knows? His career is probably over if you have the old oh. style rings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy Orton ends up getting a win after a nice RKO after a couple of rever- reversals. This is whatever, man. Whatever, man. Yep. But we do have Evolution this Sunday. Joined by Latoya Ferguson and Trina on the post show. I am so excited for that. Let's go ahead and make our predictions, Alex. Yeah. Reminder, guys, subscribe to the new Fightful MMA and Boxing channel. We're going to have tons of clips over there, podcasts, exclusive interviews, social media posts. Carlos Toro, our essentially star boxing writer, has the green light to go live there anytime. The link is in the description below, so if you all don't mind, just go ahead and click it. Hit that subscribe button. Help your boys at Fightful out as we look to grow and expand. WWE Evolution, 7 p.m. Sunday, October 28th. Make sure you all join our live coverage. We are going to be in the live chat talking with you guys. So register on Discus. Chime in. We have the Riot Squad against Natalia, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Alex, I do not see how the baby faces lose this one. No, they don't. Um, I think it's, it's some combination of, um, Banks has, um, that's what happened. Banks gets somebody in the, in the bank statement. Natty gets somebody in the, uh, sharpshooter. And then the third member of the riot squad tries to run in and stop it. But Bailey catches them in a Bailey to belly. And that's your finish. That's how that finishes. Like, I don't understand. I don't know uh, any other way of doing it. I think it kicks off the show, gets everybody happy and jazzed. Um, but again, you could have done anything. You had months to figure out a way to get Bailey versus Sasha on this card. Uh, again, I said it before, Uniondale, New York. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's a train ride away from Brooklyn where they had – in WWE's own mind, the best women's wrestling match of all time. Why you wouldn't try and read catch lightning in a bottle a second time in the uh, in at this show, I cannot fathom. Battle Royal, the winner gets a title shot of their choosing. Here's the list of contestants: former SmackDown Women's Champion Carmella, 
the once undefeated Asuka, Mandy Rose, Lana, Sonya Deville, former champion Naomi, Tori Wilson, Dana Brooke, another former champion in Alicia Fox, Ember Moon, Tamina, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Michelle McCool, who has the Royal Rumble eliminations record, mind you, Alundra Blaze, wrestling her first match in a long time, Mm -hmm. Ivory, also wrestling her first match in a long time, Kelly Kelly, hopefully wrestling her last match in a long time, (laughs) and Maria Kanellis, who wins this? Um. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and also and say that uh, a couple from NXT will be added to this before Sunday. I, I think so. I think Bianca Belair gets added to it, and maybe Nikki Cross, somebody like that. Um, if Bianca's in it, she's my dark horse uh, because I think I think that's a great way to introduce her to a to a more mainstream audience because she's amazing. She's the future of women's wrestling and. Just the future of women's wrestling, wrestling, all wrestling, period. But is she a May in? I mean, like Naomi, not necessarily, but she is, she is the EST of NXT. That's um, true. Uh, I, I think my pick is Ember Moon. They've been, they've been doing a lot of her talking up about it. Um, I, I'd, I'd love to see her versus Ronda Rousey. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think she, she her velocity on its own is enough to, to like, you know, give the champ fits. Um, I think, I think my, my pick is Ember Moon. I'm pretty sure this is Ivory's first match since 2006. Why? Again, again, why are all of these retirees in a match with a title shot on the line? They can't possibly cash in on Medusa's first match since on record. September 17th, 2000. Wow, her last opponent was Tori Wilson. (laughs) Okay, listen, um, I'm all for um, recognizing these women who 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 started this whole thing and and were a different in a different era. They had to fight through all this stuff to get to this point. There's no way that Sasa Banks and Bailey, etc., etc., are here. If not for them, and that's fine. You can you can recognize them in some way. Um, have have a have a legacy battle royal where it's them, and have all the women who actually have real title shots opportunities put them in like a fatal five way. I'd much rather watch that between those women than I would a battle royal, which is just going to be a giant schmoz anyway. Um, I don't need an old an old timers day for wrestling. I just I just ne- I never like that stuff. I'm that's just me. Of the announced entrance, I'm going to have to go with... I can't go with Ember Moon because she emerged victorious. I know, but that's the thing. is, it's, 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 it's they're, they're getting away from that Oof. stuff now. Oof. Yeah, I think it's got to be a surprise, so I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. But among people that are in it, I'll go Michelle McCool. Oh, man. Yep. You know what? You know what? You're probably right. Because they would absolutely decide to build a women's program around Ronda Rousey versus The Undertaker's wife. They would absolutely do that. Because yep. they have nothing better to do. They can't figure out a way to get Sasha Banks into a goddamn match for the title. And, and Michelle's bully friend, Layla, who I think would come back for this feud. Oh, good gravy. You're probably right. Just shoot me now. Alexa Bliss and Mickey James... Maybe if Alexa Bliss is cleared against Lita and Trish Stratus, I think the baby faces are winning here too. Oh, sure. Especially if Alexa is not cleared. No, there's there's no way that they brought back Trish and Lita to lose this match. Um, it'll be a fun little nostalgia fest. If if listen, here's the deal. If Alexa can't go and they put in Alicia instead, it will be a possibly two hundred percent more enjoyable match for me to watch. Because I love watching Alicia Fox do it. She's great. She's great. Ronda Rousey defends the Raw Women's Championship against Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella doesn't have a chance. It's Ronda Rousey winning. Yeah. Uh, for all that we say about the creative of this, it worked. Some casual people. I had way more people than I care to admit that were interested in this and saying, "What? Why do the Bellas not like Ronda?" And I'm like, "It's the so many of the same types of people that say, you know, it's fake, right?" Hit me up, and they're like, 
What what's happening here? Ronda's winning this. Yeah, and of course Ronda's winning it. The problem I have with it is it's probably going to go 18 minutes, and 16 minutes of that is going to be her selling, and it's just going to be you know, Bree's going to get involved while the while the ref's got yeah. his back turned or whatever, and then Nikki's going to take advantage and then just work her over for a long time, and that's it. Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. I would go with Baszler here. Yeah. The the my 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 prediction is Baszler and it goes directly along the line it it feeds right into uh, the final of the May Young Classic. Well, let's go ahead and and make that prediction. Who do you think's winning the finals of the May Young Classic? Tony Storm, Io Shirai. I yeah. think it should be I think it should be Tony Storm personally. But I think it's going to be EO uh, because the, the winner gets a title shot at the NXT women's title. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, earlier, earlier in the night, it'll be EO Shirai defeating Tony Storm and Kyrie Sane will come out to celebrate with her because they want to se- they've, they've already talked about how um, they're best friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that they want to reinforce that. And then when Shayna beats Kyrie to get the title back, she keeps the whole the the, the uh, her little Kirifuna clutch on um, for longer and longer and longer and won't stop putting it on. And Io Shirai has to run out and save Kyrie Sane, and she gets the better of Shayna, and that's when we get introduced to Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir, and they run in and and help out uh, Shayna, and they and the three of them beat down Kyrie and Io Shirai, and that's your program going forward in the women's division NXT. Also, if they would ever announce these damn tag titles, you just know WWE would love to call EO and Kyrie like the new jumping bomb angels or something ridiculous yeah, like no, that. They, they'd, they'd call them the rising sun or something uh, like some that. Shit like that. But you would also have the horsewomen involved as well. And yeah. uh, I am picking Shayna Baszler to win. That would make her the first ever two-time NXT women's champion. Yep. So that's something to look forward to as well. I think Tony... St- I, I want Tony Storm to win. Right. I think she's the right call. I think she's got something very special. She is just oozing charisma. I but. I think I, I I feel like it's too good of a story for them to go forward with EO and Kyrie versus uh the horsewoman thing for them to pass up, pass it up. And Tony is super young and ha- and and ha- will have so many chances to, to move it forward. But there's there's like Tony Storm, just there. I agree with you. She's got so much going for, her and I feel like it's it's there for. Her. And there's the NXT UK Championship out there that she's in line for a title shots at NXT Women's Champion of NXT UK. So I feel like that might be where they're putting her closer to that instead. Last woman standing match: Becky Lynch defends against Charlotte Flair. I think Becky needs to win this. She is the hottest thing on SmackDown right now. And I had an Elias turn and a Dean Ambrose turn not happened last night. I would say maybe the hottest thing in WWE. And we'll, we'll see how the Elias thing works out. But she is just red hot right now. No pun intended. But I think she's got to win this. Yeah, the last woman standing thing uh, appears to you know be in her favor since she's shown she's willing to do pretty much whatever to keep the belt. Um, I, I wouldn't. I mean, the way I would do it is I I'd, I'd figure out a way to keep Becky the way she is, this f- cool stone cold persona, but have the fact that that um, Charlotte cannot put her away. Let Charlotte go to the Ric Flair era of like that that whole thing where she's just snaps and she she wins the title by like dumping a whole bunch of stuff on becky or whatever like something like that but uh, um i don't think it's i i don't think you should take it off of becky uh unless you're doing something really important with with uh with charlotte but my fear is they're like oh good we, we've run this course now we can put the belt back on charlotte which is where we wanted it to begin with before all you crazy people decided you liked Becky for some reason. I've, I feel like there's a danger of them trying to course correct in this match. Hawkeye on our live chat says, would you want Charlotte to win via heel method? Well, I'd be okay with that as long as you don't go white meat baby face on Becky. Right. 
Becky needs to just she needs to continue down her path. Ultimately, yeah. if you want to make Charlotte a little less virtuous, that's fine. But what they've done right now is what got them over to this degree. Live coverage Sunday night, live post show podcast. Again, reminder this guy, uh, reminder guys, the show brought to you by FightfulSelect.com. That is our premium service with a bunch of additional content. I mentioned earlier weekly shows that cover uh, Lucha Underground, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, NWA, uh, Being the Elite. NXT 205 Live, NXT UK, May Young Classic. We have two weekly shows that cover all that stuff. UFC rankings breakdown videos, dark match commentary videos. I do a podcast every month called If It Were a Work, If It Were a Shoot. We do alternate fight commentary clips once a month, back in the day clips once a month, uh, bonus shows, members only shows, Q&A shows twice a month. And that's just at the regular tier. We also have a lot of exclusive news that goes up there. One tier up, I posted a ton of stuff today. Early access to Joe Holbert's column on Nikki Bella. Early access to his uh, column on Daniel Jacobs. I posted a canned article, a satire article I had worked on about Stokely Hathaway's Bobby Womack show. It's up on FightfulSelect.com. We also have the Russo Reveals segment. Every month, twice a month, I post clips of a conversation Russo and I had about several topics in wrestling. The early access to the new making of Finisher is up there. Just tons of stuff that I don't quite frankly don't have the time to read off here. Just give FightfulSelect.com a glance. It's how we were able to bring you this show ad-read free. Alex, it's NBA season and we got a couple minutes left. Nice. The Lakers have as many wins as the Bulls. That means Bobby Portis is just as good as LeBron. That's the talk about. That, that's just science right there. Yes. Um uh, I want to talk about how uh, my Milwaukee Bucks uh, are have already like broken their um, all their three point records in the first three games of the season. They're just like, like, what's your record for most three pointers attempted in a game? Twenty six. Okay, well here's thirty seven. Yeah. Like it's just and, and they're and they're hitting them at a pretty good clip, and like they're scoring like way more than they ever did under Jason Kidd, which is not hard to do. But I'm loving Bud Ball in Milwaukee and uh, all these guys, if they can, I mean, obviously I don't think it's sustainable, but Chris Middleton is shooting 65% from three. So I'll take it. I, despite the Bulls being 0-3, I was, you know, I wasn't happy about the Zach Levine contract. I was like, eh, maybe, maybe 19 and a half a year. Right now he's averaging 32 points a game, shooting 61%. And 45% from the three, 83% at the line. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll rock with that. Yeah, here, um, this is something I, I saw today. You remember the the seven seconds or less Phoenix Suns, most exciting yeah. basketball from like 15 years ago, right? Yeah. 13 years ago. Uh, they set a record for the fastest pace in the history of the NBA. If if that stat were, were in this league this year, they'd be dead last in the yeah. NBA. That's how fast. That's how fast everyone's shooting. How how much they're scoring. It's My boy so Devin Booker keeps watch. getting better, though. He yeah, is no, outstanding. No, Phoenix Phoenix is going to be good in a couple of years. Like, so the thing now, but like good in a couple of years. You saw Damian Lillard's Stone Cold Steve Austin outfit, I presume. Oh, that was so great. Nikita so Krylov great. fan, as fightful MMA fans will know him, was like, "You got to watch this." And I saw it, and I was like, "The mask makes it." Yeah, yeah, it just. But he's got the walk down pretty well too. Like it was that was dude. You, you better believe if David Stern was still in office, he's eating a stunner. <laughs> Kick wham stunner. Damian Lillard has been in the league like what seven years, and every about, year about his that, points yeah. per game has went up. Yeah, no, he's he's quality. If he was if he wasn't playing in basically an outpost up in the Pacific Northwest, I know because I used to live there. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a household name. Also, I want to give a hearty LOL. To teams like the Clippers, who are like, ah, you know what? We're not where we want to be right now. Let's fire sale everything. Surely Blake Griffin's done. <laughs> He's near 30. <laughs> and we've played NBA 2K before, and once a player hits 30, they're worthless. Yep. He dropped 50 tonight yeah, he on the Sixers. Fitty burger, and they won 50. it over time. And it, like, uh, uh, this is the other thing. is He scored 50, and usually it used to be. When you score 50 points... In an NBA game, that's half of your team's points. Mm -hmm. But the Pistons, the Pistons, 
put up 130-something. 3-0 Pistons. 3-0 Pistons. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's impressive. I like that. I've always said that <laughs> this is why I want a, a an expansion team so bad. One, I want it in Louisville because, man, it sucks being a Bulls fan. Yeah. I could easily say, you know what? Fightful main offices are in Toronto. I'll be a Toronto fan. Give me a year on that. <laughs> Give me a year on that. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Uh, not the fightful thing, the Raptors thing. Right. Every year around free agent season, you have some all these teams that are willing to give up really good players mm-hmm. who have somewhat expensive contracts, but, I mean, not really expensive contracts. I mean, you saw, I mean, Isaiah Thomas yeah. signed for nothing. There are right. a lot of – Julius Randle signed for nothing. Oh, I would love it so good right now. if the Louisville expansion team came along, <laughs> drafted a bunch of expiring contracts, and then we're yeah. like, you know, we'll take all these guys you don't want, right. and they made like a really stellar team out of that. I mean, I think that's a not a surefire way to go, but it's a nice way to sneak into the playoffs your very first year. Yeah. I think that's a very possible thing for a future uh, expansion team in the NBA. And they need to expand. I don't think they've ever went longer than this without expanding. Yeah, it feels like forever ago that they did. Um, I mean, they they might want to m- move some guys around, but, I mean, it's there are some teams that – I mean, here's the thing. It looks different now because we would have said a lot of guys – a lot of teams look dead in the water uh, last year, but now you know, those teams are playing well. Um, I think they should just revive the old franchise from the ABA, the Kentucky Colonels. Oh, we, we wanted to. I mean, they they tried. They tried really hard when Charlotte came back with the Bobcats. Yeah. There was a big push, and yeah. I, there's a renewed push, especially among some people in Louisville because they got this expensive ass stadium. And who knows what'll happen? Who knows how the for one how the NCAA is going to look in a couple of years? Yeah. Much less the Louisville Cardinals with oh, old Ricky God. P popping off in Applebee's <laughs> booths. Getting his freak on. Come on now. It was a Perkins. It was a Perkins boot. Yeah, whatever he did. <laughs> hitting barely hitting the 32nd mark. He would have broke the record for pace. <laughs> Hit up my boys at Blue Chew, Ricky P. What are you thinking? I got a little bit of love for you, bringing us those titles and all. But, man, I'm yeah. ashamed of the performance. Yeah. Ricky P stands for Ricky Pace. And, uh-uh, man. Sending hookers to the recruits? Come on, man. He says he didn't know anything about that. Just just completely beyond his knowledge. Cheap hookers to at least, come on, at least University of Kentucky probably gets like high-end strippers. Yeah. Jesus, man. No respect for these kids. You want to talk about the indentured servitude of NCAA athletes? They don't even get really good we don't we we this is america damn it we don't pay these student athletes we pay them into free education and free hookers and that's the way god intended it yeah you don't want to get me started on the ncaa stuff man i interviewed kenneth farid i went to school with kenneth farid yeah it was sad man yeah and he was very open to talking to me about it and he he passed going to the nba after his junior year so i'm talking to him his senior year and it's rough, man, because nobody recruited him but Moorhead. Moorhead State University recruited the guy who would go on to become the all-time leading rebounder in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. And it was rough, man. It was rough. And anybody who says, oh, they get a free education, <laughs> piss off, mate. Listen, I, I mean, I, that's fine. Like, you can say that if – the NCAA as a whole isn't making billions of dollars exactly. off of the backs of, the, backs of these kids. That's exactly. what I don't like. Everyone's getting paid except for the kids who are actually out there risking their bodies. They can I see kids whose pictures are on ads for the lottery because they're like, oh, yeah, you buy a lottery ticket, you're contributing to uh, schools and all that stuff. But a Moorhead State University, keep in mind, one of the lowest – Division one teams. A women's soccer player can't be on the poster for a frozen yogurt joint local to the town. It's ridiculous. It's insane. 
D-League's about to take over, man. They hit that yeah. 75K situation. Mm-hmm. You better believe there. You better believe there's a D-League team playing locally in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Whoo! WDB Evolution this Sunday, guys. We've got just so much stuff over at Fightful.com. Trying to reduce the plugs on you guys. Ease it up for you guys. So please subscribe to our new MMA and boxing channel. Check out FightfulSelect.com. List and your boy, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. We are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.